0: Global business news, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all declining today, and this update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit sector spdrs.com or call 1-866-Sector ETF. A move lower for U.S. equities today as investors await next week's Federal Reserve meeting. Economic indicators pointing to uneven growth in the U.S. economy. Banks and energy producers carrying the steepest losses today. Crude oil down 1.6 percent. West Texas intermediate now at 43.22 a barrel down 69 cents. Gold down 460 the ounce, dropping 4 tenths of 1% to 1309. The 10 year up 132nd with a yield of 1.69%. Equities lower, S&P 500 index down 8 to 2139, a drop there of 4 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 88 points, a drop of 5 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim
1: Fox. Well, what about exchange traded funds that say that they can outsmart the market? Well, that might be called smart Beta, what is it? Does it really work? Let's find out more from Melissa Brown, Senior Director of Applied Research at Axioma, Axioma's Buyer Beware Research. Tell us more about this, Melissa Brown.
2: Hi, yes. Well, the Buyer Beware really refers to um, the fact that many funds, many of these so-called Smart Beta ETFs, that have very similar names, let's say they all have high dividend yield in the name, actually look extremely different from each other. And alternately, when many have very similar names or very different names, they actually look quite similar to each other. So you really need to dig a little deeper into what's driving the returns in the fund to really understand if you're getting something that's the same or different.
1: Certainly certainly sounds sounds like it makes uh, perfect sense. But I wonder if you could describe – what is beta and what is smart beta when it comes to exchange-traded funds?
2: Ah, yes. So beta refers to having some exposure to some source of systematic return. In other words, if you think that stocks that are cheaper are going to outperform stocks that are more expensive, in other words, value stocks should do well, then um, a stock stock how a stock looks in terms of its value score or its exposure, um, that is what its beta is, its sensitivity to the movement in that factor. Smart beta is a term, and there's many other terms, uh, systematic beta and many other ways of describing this, but smart beta is um, a way of getting that kind of exposure, getting that kind of uh, systematic return um, to and using factors that are expected to outperform the market, whether it's value or momentum or high dividend yield or low volatility or you know I could go on and on, there are many different categories. But those all kind of generally fall into this idea of smart beta.
1: Would, would it also would would it, another def, not, not another but an additional uh, definition of this? Would it be uh, invest, an investment strategy? That puts the emphasis on the use of alternative index construction rules rather than more traditional uh, market-based indices like uh, market capitalization or, or market price. I mean, doesn't that kind of – it emphasizes capturing these factors or inefficiencies and then turning them into rules in ways that people can understand?
2: exactly so they may a, a manager may take let's say the hundred most attractive stocks and equally weight them or they may weight them by their exposure so the highest dividend yielding stock gets the highest weight in the portfolio so there's a there are a number of different ways um that you can weight them that are your as you said was absolutely right going to move them away from the index they're they're going to look very different even if they have the same names that weighting scheme in and of itself is going to make them look very different.
1: Why are they attractive now?
2: Well, they are um, – first of all, many of these types of portfolios have actually outperformed broader major market indices. So that's, that's one reason. So they have that the performance wind at their backs. Another reason is that um, I think personally that you put "smart" in the name of something, and it at least attracts people's attention. Whether um, you know whether in fact it's smart or not.
1: Right. Full full marks for marketing.
2: Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And in fact, what a lot of these funds do um, are no different from what a lot of quantitatively driven or systematic managers have done for years and years and years. Uh, They've just kind of relabeled it and repackaged it into an ETF format, which does make it easier to buy and sell.
1: Makes it easier to buy and sell and would ostensibly make these products less expensive when compared to those managers you just described, or is that inaccurate?
2: Yes. No, no. Usually uh, ETFs, these smart beta ETFs, are less expensive. They, Because they're so rules-based, you know, the rules are set up – and they can just run. You don't really need a manager sifting through the stocks that you might be buying and selling, for example. So they certainly can be cheaper. And um and to some extent deliver a similar return, except for that you don't have that manager sifting through uh, the stocks that, that are being bought and sold to see if maybe you don't necessarily want to buy this one or that one.
1: Melissa, w- without uh, without pushing you to endorse or or, or in any way ca- comment upon performance, could you just give us an example of one of these smart beta ETFs and how they work?
2: Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, one of the ones that we've done a recent Study on our high dividend yield, and we've we looked at a number of different flavors of high dividend yield. Um, some are uh, what's really interesting is is their differences. So some are very heavily weighted in the energy sector, for example. Some may be much more heavily weighted in utilities. Some are much more evenly distributed across different kinds of sectors. Um, so, uh, but. The thing they have in common is they all have high dividend yields, but they get to that dividend yield in a different way. So that would be kind of one example of the type of fund that might be put under the label of smart beta.
1: Thank you very much. Melissa Brown, Senior Director of Applied Research at Axioma, telling us about their buyer beware research when it comes to smart beta ETFs. Thank you for listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. And this is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Laws brought to you by MY Safra Bank, a leading name in banking with 150 years of family knowledge and exclusive banking services. Stop in at 499 Park Avenue or visit my Member FDIC.